Welcome to the Wellness for Women show, where we talk about life, weight loss and everything in between. I'm Faye Caseman, founder of the AAA Way Life and Weight Loss Programme, and I'm here to help you put together the pieces of life and weight loss for one last time. This is an episode of the Wellness for Women show, filmed live in the free Facebook group. Hello, 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 and welcome to episode number 51 of the Wellness for Women show, Cultivating Confidence Within. So you want to be and feel more confident, you know, I hear you, you know, we can all feel lost and unsure of ourselves at times, and you are truly not alone. I have certainly been there, and I still have, I have wobbles, I still have my wobbles, and I will continue to have wobbles because I am human. So pop a one under the video in the Wellness for Women group if you have ever struggled with your confidence, or if you're feeling a little bit shy, by all means drop me a DM, let's have a chat about it. In fact, many of us, I would say, would love to have the kind of confidence that can seem so easy to others. Uh, But it's not always easy to find that confidence, especially when we're feeling down about ourselves. And this can especially be the case for those of us who've had a history of dieting and wanting to occupy a smaller body. True confidence, however, comes from within, not from being a certain weight or looking a certain way. It comes from working on your inner dialogue, practicing self-compassion and accepting yourself for who you are. In fact, I actively encourage, strongly, strongly encourage anyone who is working on weight loss or has a history of dieting to also work on self-love. And if you are looking to lose weight or work on your health, however you want to phrase that, because I'm not sure that I particularly like the phrase losing weight because, of course, none of us need to if we don't want to. Um, It's about doing it in a kind and gentle manner. And this is why I stand against diets, really, fad ones especially, and anything restrictive because it doesn't have to be that way. I've talked about it so many times before, but the truth is, if you do want to work on your confidence and self-love, you can soon find yourself at your goal weight and still have all the same thoughts and feelings that you had about yourself when you first started out on your journey and when you were were, um, occupying your original body. And this is what diets don't teach us as they only focus on food and movement. So, I was talking to my business coach the other day, the fabulous Hannah Walker. I will make sure that I uh, tag her when this goes live outside the group because I don't think she's actually in the group about why I do what I do. And the reasons are simply this. I want to let as many human beings know as I can that weight loss doesn't have to be restrictive and miserable and joyless and that we can let go of old diets to, to find food freedom. And I want to give other women the tools to build the life that they desire too, as this comes from within and this comes through the journey that we can all go on if we are working on our health and our well-being. And I actually said to her, if I had never lost a pound and I still felt the way that I did after my journey, I would be happy. And this was true because it wasn't necessarily about weight loss for me I actually needed to to find myself and weight loss was the way that I that I ended up finding my my true being because I found out about life coaching and mindfulness and intuitive eating 
And so as I covered in episode number 49, it was the journey that was so powerful. And as the saying goes, you grow through what you go through. And boy, did I grow through my journey. And so the method that I used and that I now teach, it helped me to grow as a human in ways that I didn't know I needed to grow. And it was just crazy. I was um, somebody who I would have said was always good at problem solving, but now I can problem solve, for example, on a whole different level. And as a result of this and the inner work and my my confidence and my self-belief shot up. And so the main advice I would give to anybody listening who wants to be more confident is do the inner work. So coming up in today's show. I'm going to explore with you how you can start to build confidence from within and radiate it outwards into the world. So sit back, relax and let's get started. Um, And let me know what your takeaways are from this episode in the Wellness for Women Facebook group. Leave me a hashtag gem plus your comment. Likewise, got a question? Head to the group. This is the place to be for a private community and support. So for those who don't know me, those who find me on the old YouTube or podcast, quick introduction from me as usual. So for those who are new to my world, I am Faye Casement and I help women just like you find food and life freedom by putting together the pieces just like a jigsaw for uh, lasting weight management success. So reach out to me on any of the socials if you want to know how we can work together. So radiating confidence. So I think a common mistake when thinking about confidence is that we have to radiate so much confidence that you could literally shine or that it has to be oozing out of every pore. Now, this may be true for the extroverts amongst us, but this is not necessarily who we are or who we ever will be. Some of us may be more introverted. I, for example, actually have more introverted tendency. My daughter actually laughs a lot every time I say this and she says you're not introverted and but she has of course only seen me for part of my life you know I would say I faked confidence for many years after being called names as a child my confidence was at rock bottom all the way through my um, mid to mid childhood to my later teens and into my 20s and I felt like to get anywhere I had to plaster a fake smile on my face and pretend that I felt better than I did and I did this for years absolutely years and years and this always left me feeling a bit icky because every so often the true me would sneak through and show up in what I was doing like having anxiety about going to parties or worrying about meeting up with friends And it got a bit better when I got married and had my daughter and I started to feel like I belonged somewhere. But even then, my lack of confidence and not knowing who it was took its toll. And then came the divorce and dating. Wow, that was a roller coaster for the old confidence, I have to say. But again, you go through what you go. You go through what you go through. And that journey really started to help me to come into my own, started to help me to figure out who I really was and who I wanted to be. And then I started on my weight loss journey and I just took it to a whole different level. And nowadays, though, I would like to think that I am more in alignment with my confidence levels in that I have I have genuinely grown in confidence, but also I have more self-awareness and I have the tools to identify at least when I'm in a situation that I don't feel comfortable with or this is that's out of my capabilities or out of my comfort zone at any given moment in time. Most importantly, I accept that that is okay. Now, I may not feel it 
every single time that it's okay but I have the tools to then process it to make it okay I don't have to be fake anymore and that is amazing really so anyway, enough about me for a moment uh, so what is confidence really to start with um, well I would say the answer is quite a personal one so I would like to ask you what do you think confidence is so again you can use these prompts leave them in the wellness for women group do them personally drop me your answers on a dm whatever works for you so again what does confidence what does confidence mean to you so what do you think it is what does it mean to you and do you consider yourself to be a confident person and if not, what would you like to be different? You might even feel that you are overconfident because that's also something that might be um, might impact you. You might feel overconfident. And we could ultimately dive into loads of detail on this if we were coaching right now. And it would be so good. It would be so transformational. So what can you do, though, if you are somebody who would like to work on increasing your confidence? Well, the one simple thing that you can start to do right now is to be aware of your inner dialogue. It really has become second nature for me now. And if this feels alien to you, don't worry. It's super simple to learn and it doesn't take that long to get the hang of. And it's also not as scary as you might think. I think sometimes people worried, worry about diving into their inner dialogue, uh, worrying about what they, they might find. But we'll we'll come on to that in a moment. So how do you build confidence? So let's like say you can start to look at your, your, your inner dialogue um, and start to try and take control of it. We all have that voice in our heads that sometimes tells us that we're not good enough. Looking to actively work on your thoughts is a powerful, a truly powerful thing. When I started my journey, I scoffed that I didn't really have any thoughts, that I was happy. Remembering here that I had this fake, I had faked this smile of toxic positivity for years and it was well and truly plastered on my face at this point in time. To the point, as it turns out, I didn't even know I was doing it. I had buried my feelings so deep that I was literally in denial that I had them because I just didn't want to deal with them. Um, the thought, the thing is, though, the reality was very different. Those thoughts were still there. They were eating away at me from within. And once I started really listening, I was shook. I was shook. I was so surprised at what I was hearing. It was no wonder I felt like crap, to be perfectly honest. When I really heard them and recognised what they were, that they were just thoughts and I really started to question if they were true everything started to change instead of listening to them and believing every single thing I thought about me and others and life on autopilot without question a huge fog just started to lift as I began to see the light the truth about how my brain worked and I now have various coaching skills and tools to pick through and shift my thoughts. When I get stuck, I get coached and off I go moving forward again. And my favourite tool is what I call my TLC method. And I ask myself, is it true? Is it loving? And then I got get curious about what else I could think. So what else can you do to build confidence? Well, you can practice self-compassion and acceptance. Another absolute game changer for me. When it comes to building your confidence, it's also important to practice self-compassion. Self it means being kind and understanding to yourself when things don't go as planned or when you make a mistake. And it was truly embracing self-compassion and acceptance that moved the needle in my weight loss. 
And this is where the true food and life freedom comes from, because it means being kind and gentle to yourself on both the good days and the bad days. Uh, ideally, not labelling in the first place if we can as well. You know, there are just days. Some feel like they're serving us more than others. Uh, and just those simple little reframes can really make a difference just to catch those thoughts and what they're what's coming up. So no matter what happens throughout the course of the day or the week or the month, you know, remember that everyone has flaws. We all have flaws. We all have weaknesses. We all have things that we wish that we could change. What matters is how we choose to cope with them and move forward. And we choose to move forward anyway, despite them. And when we practice self-compassion, rather than dwelling on our imperfections, it helps us to take ownership of our life instead of instead of letting the, the circumstances control us. And I know over the course of my life, there has been countless times, especially when working on weight loss, when I had been very mean and disparaging about myself, countless sleepless nights, allowing myself to allow my brain to tell me how rubbish I was and just letting it do it. And I would happily make self-deprecating jokes, accepting that I was going to be the butt of my own joke and hoping that people wouldn't laugh, wouldn't laugh at me and that they would then laugh with me. And um, I was thinking about that this week because I've seen quite a few posts this week with, um, um, you know, with quite a few um, jokes at people's expense and at their own expense. And I've been in a few conversations where people have been talking about how they look, what they've eaten, how they need to stop eating, how they need to lose weight. Um, and some of them, you know, some of these comments and discussions, you know, people were saying things that were supposed to be in jest, but then they were also calling themselves some terrible things and comparing themselves to um, you know, animals, or I had saw one person who was like, if I eat another pie, I'll be classed as a roundabout. And I was just like, you know, we don't, I actually felt quite sad. You know, I didn't find these, these funny, you know, obviously what people find funny is up to them. But, you know, because ultimately, these are still people that are potentially hurting about how they think and feel about themselves and, and their bodies. And I don't feel that occupying any type of body should be the butt of somebody's joke, you know, whether that is um, somebody who is, uh, you know, occupies a very small body versus a, a larger body. Now, that's not to say that you can't have a laugh and joke. Um, and obviously, you have to use your own judgments in these things. But I think it's just about a, a note of caution. And especially if it's something that you do as a self-defense mechanism or as, as a as a coping mechanism which is what I used to do and that's when perhaps it tips to the unhealthy and that's perhaps where I need to make the distinction and like I say I get it I used to do the same I used to make jokes about myself all the time but I was doing it because I didn't feel secure in myself and so as I say making self-deprecation jokes it might seem harmless it might seem a harmless way of making light of your flaws or shortcomings but it can actually have a long-term negative effect on your confidence and self-esteem so self-deprecating humor can be a sign that you're not comfortable with who you are which can lead to low self-worth and a lack of confidence and essentially what you're doing even with humor is fueling the fire of your inner dialogue to believe everything that you are saying and as the quote says on the slide, if you're watching the video, you are what you believe yourself to be. So what else can you do to radiate confidence? So it's often said that we are the sum of the five people closest to us. 
this statement couldn't be truer when it comes to developing confidence. Our closest peers and mentors are those who can help to shape our minds and positively influence our outlook on life. And by surrounding ourselves with people who radiate positivity, lift us, lift us, lift us up rather than tearing us down and reminding us of our worth, uh, we're more likely to feel confident in ourselves and our ability to make a difference. So seek those people times get tough and remind you just how truly capable you are and for the others because sometimes we don't get to choose who we hang about with make sure that you're doing the inner work to make sure that you are uh, not listening to them as much as you could do at the end of the day confidence comes from within you not from the validation or speak of other people and another word of caution from me, though, is to beware of the comparison trap. There is always going to be somebody else out there who is further on than you, achieving what you wish you could, having something that you wish that you had. And comparison can be a distraction from working towards our own goals, which can in, lead, in turn lead to us being further away from where you actually want to be in life. And so the key here is to recognise if you are being triggered. And I think social media is probably one of the areas especially you need to be mindful of to see what if anything is triggering you in your environment and that whether that be your your actual physical one or your digital one so get curious and explore that explore it with journaling explore explore it with coaching um, and look to use any if you notice that you are comparing yourself it's about trying to take yourself out of compare and despair and into um, something more motivating. So feel free to feel inspired by people. Want to, um, you know, wanting to, um, wanting to 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 get to a same or similar place. But don't let it get you bogged down in despair. And remember that your journey is unique. You are exactly. You might not feel this way, but you are exactly where you should be right now, given the sum of everything that's come before and where you are right now. But just remember that you have the ability to write your future. And last one, celebrate your wins and accomplishments. It is important to remember that no one else can provide us with the confidence we need. It must come from within first. And this is why in the AAA way process that I've um, that I put together is that we look to gather the wins and we look to celebrate our accomplishments daily. No matter how big or small, this helps to build momentum and reinforces the belief that you are capable of accomplishing more. And it's important to give yourself credit where credit's due each victory brings you one step closer to reaching your ultimate goal and this is not to be sniffed at so each time you show up for yourself with intention do what you say you're going to do celebrate the feck out of it uh, every single damn one of them you made your bed celebrate it cleaned your teeth celebrate it landed a deal at work celebrate it stuck to your food plan celebrate it and look out for future episodes coming as well about the importance of celebrating your wins as well as ones about failing forward, because they're going to be good ones as well. OK, let's wrap it up. So the journey to build confidence is a personal one and can take you some time. It's important to recognise that that is OK and that it's OK to not feel confident 100 percent of the time. This is normal. You're a human. I'm a human. I say I didn't uh, I didn't want to expect I, I didn't want to accept my humanness um, before I got into coaching and uh, mindfulness and 
intuitive eating and everything like that but now I do and it's powerful however by taking small steps each day towards cultivating your self-compassion looking to take control of your inner dialogue surrounding yourself with positive positive people you can begin to feel more confident and empowered in no time and you don't have to be a, a certain weight or look a certain way to get started you already have the power within you to be confident and to love yourself just just how you are and so don't let anyone else tell you that you don't deserve to feel confident even you you have the power to take control of your life and to start building your self-confidence today and so believe in yourself and make it happen okay right that's it folks thanks for listening and don't forget if you want to boost your life and weight loss the triple a way check out the relevant links for today's show in the description speak soon